Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder, and thank you for your patience as we're coming in a day later than expected on this one. My name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle. It is Michelle. Guys, I just want to tell you, without getting too over-sherry with a bunch of strangers listening to a horror movie podcast, the last 24 hours for JD, been a real pile of shit. So if I seem a little out of sorts during this episode, I apologize. It's been a rough day. I haven't gotten any sleep in like a day and a half. I'm very tired, but we're going to try real hard to get through with this one. How's your day been, Michelle? Uh, it has been <laughs> uneventful, uh, but sometimes the oh, real so horror jealous. is life. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever have one of those days where no one huge bad thing happens, but it just seems like every three seconds there's some new thing just piling on top of another thing that's been my last 26 28 hours jd uh, is very ready to go to bed and hopefully <laughs> sleep all weekend long did you check to make sure that you are recording because i don't I am, want that to be another bad thing that's going on i, I checked am, like five times yeah i am for sure recording i'm watching okay. it on the screen in front yep. of me as we speak i am making sure because i'm like if things could go wrong like what if my microphone just lights on fire here's his um, big secret you know? that i should probably let michelle in on we actually <gasps> do a video conference call when we do these uh these recordings and i almost never watch that video because it's super weird to me 90% of the time when we're recording, I'm just sitting here staring at a waveform. <laughs> That's fair. Most of the time, I kind of stare off into the distance, even though I have your face in the corner of my eye. Okay, now I'm looking eye, at the video so. conference. Well, I I just have to check if there's, like, animals in the background occasionally, yeah. because sometimes there could be for either of us. Always. So, Well, always now that we've uh, completely run off everybody, uh, so <laughs> what we do here Welcome. at We Watch Shutter. <laughs> is we, we like to start every episode lately by uh, filling everyone's ears with inane babble that have nothing to do with the subject at hand yep, to make sure it. you really want to stick around for the good stuff. And what Absolutely. we do here is we watch original and exclusive new releases from Shudder. If you're not familiar with Shudder, it's basically like Netflix for horror movies and other weird type movies that get lumped into horror because nobody knows where else to put them. Uh, and uh, and we love it, uh, and we watch their releases, and we're talking about them. Which one are we talking about today, Michelle? Saloum. Saloum. It's a movie Saloum. from Senegal. Uh, yes. uh, a Senegalese Saloum, movie. Saloum, Senegal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I I gotta start out by saying I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, other than uh, I know I've seen some films uh, from South Africa, for example, even Good Madam that we talked about earlier this mm -hmm. year. I. Tr I can't say for certain, but this might be the first uh, large-scale African film I've ever seen that wasn't from South Africa. Yeah. So uh, I I, uh, I thought that I was a very seen interesting many thing. African films. Yeah. In general, I thought that at least was not in the horror realm. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really didn't know what to expect going in. Uh, I honestly didn't know uh, if I was going to have to maybe be, uh, you know, a little forgiving of some some uh, budgetary constraints or something. But uh, anyway, before we get too deep into it, uh, Michelle, who's going to read the description today? I happen to take a look at it and God damn, it's a novel again. <laughs> do you want me to do it? I will do it because I know you're having a bad day and this can be one of the highlights that you it's don't have to read the oh description. Oh God, it's a novel. <laughs> Who writes these things? 
me. It's me. <laughs> I go in there and I All write right. them every day. Okay, so Saloom uh, shot down after fleeing a coup and extracting a drug lord from Guinea-Bissau. 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 The legendary mercenaries known as the Bangui. I believe it's Bangui. Bangui. Okay, I did not look up I, any I mean, don't quote me on this. Guys, if we okay. pronounce a bunch of stuff wrong in this <laughs> We're film, trying. please forgive us for being poorly educated American white folks. Yeah, and I tried to catch in the movie. Okay, I'm just yeah. going to go through the rest of this paragraph. There might be mispronunciations. I'm doing my best by reading it and knowing that a lot of this is French, and French is a very difficult is language for me. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the legendary mercenaries known as the Bangui Hyenas mustache their stolen gold bounty, lay low long enough to repair and refuel their plane, and escape back to Dakar, Senegal. When they take refuge at a holiday camp in the coastal region of Sine Saloum, they do their best to blend in with their fellow guests, but one hyena is hiding a dark secret. He has brought them there for a reason, and once his past catches up to him, his decisions have a devastating consequence oh, have devastating consequences threatening to unleash hell on them all. A shutter original. A shutter original. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, was, do you want to I mean, hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts? You kind of yeah, start going I into do. them. Uh, before we started recording, one of the last things Michelle said to me is, well, considering how the rest of your day went, I hope you at least enjoyed this movie. And here's what I can tell you. Let's just cut right to the chase. This movie fucking rules. Four and a half skulls. Good. Okay. Awesome. This movie I was quite possibly <laughs> the only bright spot in the last 27 hours of my life. Four and a half I skulls. I'll give you details later. I am very happy for you, and uh, I feel like we have rambled enough, and I will agree, but I will go just slightly lower. I will go 4.25. All right on. Right so on. it's excellent. I don't think you really need to know a lot. That description is very hefty. Yeah, the description basically tells stuff. you everything you need to know going in. Yep. Yeah, but this is even if we had thought, um, well, maybe we'll have to forgive some things because it's going to be a smaller budget. No, go into this with uh, yeah. knowing that there's yeah. no forgiving anything. It doesn't need it. It's a great movie. The, uh, yeah, average yeah. of 4.375 out of five skulls. It's a from slick, 100% professional, awesome movie. Uh, mm -hmm. Well-produced, excellent. We'll, we'll talk about all the details in the spoiler section. Uh, but if you guys uh, want to see... Uh, uh, a kick-ass action thriller movie with some pretty serious horror elements blended in. Uh, go watch this movie before you listen to our spoiler section. I want to recommend this movie. Maybe if you've never actually gone and watched one before listening through the spoilers, do it with this one. This is a movie that you should go see. Yeah. Go do All it. All right. So the pot, but make sure you come back and listen to the rest of the episode. Oh yeah, we always forget. Oh right. damn it, we forgot to say it before the. Well, gone. no, because I haven't told them to gone. hit the pause button yet. So oh, we're, we're okay. Okay, thank God. Thank God. Oh, I'm so <laughs> right, glad so that guys, they heard this part. Yeah, <laughs> go watch Saloom. If you've already seen it, you don't need to do a thing. Uh, but if you haven't and you're gonna go watch it, hit the pause button right now. Michelle, tell us about what you loved about this movie. Okay, so um, I the little bit that I had seen about this was that it was a Western supernatural movie was the description that everybody kept saying that it was a Western. I 
hate westerns with the exception of like American Tale, Five Goes West and Wild Wild West and Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. I hate westerns. Those are my exceptions. Um, so I was excited to see something new because I don't think a western supernatural is very common uh, hybrid you see. But I was not feeling super confident about the western part and I will also say that I don't hate action movies but generally if there's a scene where there were a bunch of unnamed bad guys standing on the ground shooting at a plane with handguns that's not going to be the type of movie that I'm into um, it's usually just like a bunch of gunfights don't love it so I started out very low expectations with this one but excited to see something new um, I was immediately drawn in by these characters I was so intrigued um, I like that there seems to be a backstory between their relationship but we're not overloaded with those details you can, can feel those tense moments you can feel them referencing things that have happened but they don't overload you with that I thought it was brilliant screenwriting yes. uh, brilliant relationships um, it was so good with the sign language implemented in there all of that I will say at the the beginning just to start with like I I started with low expectations and they immediately were uh, surpassed and then some yeah this movie is uh I mean, again, like I said, first of all, incredibly slick production. And this is probably, once mm -hmm. again, on me because of skewed, uh, biased American perspective. But this movie looks exactly like you would expect a movie to look like coming out of a, a Hollywood studio. It is a high-quality, a high slick film. And what I love about it, first and foremost, is exactly what you were just talking about uh, with the script. Uh, the way this movie is written, uh, first of all, a lot of movies try to blend a lot of styles and genres, uh, and they uh, they they try. And I appreciate their ambition, but they don't ever really make them all work. And every individual part ends up being kind of lesser for it. This movie is a perfect blending of so many elements. It's got really great, uh, but not overbearing action elements. Uh, when it does get into the more horror movie elements, it it like it doesn't feel out of place. They transition transition into it perfectly. Uh, really impressive blend of things. I interesting thing when you mentioned the western element is I never actually uh, saw that particular description of the movie. I I saw it as like mm. an action horror. Right, but w as soon as you said it, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> it's it's obviously not like an old west western. Uh, but it has those Western film influences the same way a movie like Star Wars has Western influences. Uh, and it, it, it's just really the, the act, but the script. The uh, before we go on to script, yeah. I just want to say for uh, for like influences this had, because I saw this movie yesterday and you hadn't seen it until today, I did have time to do a little bit of research. One more influence in, influence in there is manga. The guy uh, who wrote I'm and directed surprised. this loves manga and I just love that that was part so it was a supernatural western like anime in manga inspired film so I just right. had to say like that hybrid That's is so awesome. cool <laughs> yeah <Onwards. and> I, <laughs> I think you can see that definitely in a lot of the cinematography in this movie which I want to talk about yes. in a minute as well mm -hmm. but what you were saying right there about the script this to me for my taste is such a sophisticated piece of screenwriting because it does what you said. It it doesn't spoon feed anything to you, but it 
gives you everything you need to put all the pieces together without a lot of digging on your own. It's mm-hmm. really interesting how I was able to reconstruct everything that this movie was about without like like this movie has heavy themes of like like child soldiers and 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 that mm-hmm. sort of uh abusive system and in 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 Africa uh, and that sort of thing but it doesn't ever talk directly about that it makes visual references to it and that element is there but it's not a theme of the film uh it it, it or rather it's not a a forward theme of the film uh, I thought the way the the story itself progresses when they make the big reveal that the guy who runs this this hotel or 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 uh, this incredibly uh, generous yeah, man this is, yeah. is actually uh, the guy who used to run this uh, child soldier group and had severely abused uh, Shaka uh, and we as we slowly piece together what's happening in Chaka's flashbacks, even the simple way. When they get ready in the beginning of the movie to get on the boat and go down the river, and uh, uh, the older of the hyenas, and why is his name escaping me right now? Uh, I don't I remember. I am awful with things. But, I only uh, remember Chaka. Uh, Sorry. He, he blows that dust into Chaka's face to put him to sleep, and then mm-hmm. they put Chaka on the boat, and I just immediately say, okay, this guy's got a fear of water. And at that point, I hadn't drawn the connection between his fear of water and that really sort of vague opening scene, where which is flashback. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, they bring all those pieces together. I just thought it was really impressive, sophisticated screenwriting. Uh, I, had, I, I never would have guessed that that guy was, was what was... And the way, the way they present it, and you just understand in the moment exactly what's going on. It's not mysterious. It's not dense or hard to deconstruct. Really, really excellent writing. Uh, I thought the cast was all incredible. Really excellent performances across the board. Uh, Mm -hmm. When the movie transitions from action into the more horror-oriented side of the story, which is more the back half, those spirit creatures, those things are awesome. One of the (laughs) best spirit creature designs I've seen in a horror movie in a long time. I just, I can't say enough good things about this movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, So, like I said, I did a bunch of research, and I have a whole list of things that I will be digging into now, okay. Um, because they're things that are in this movie that I had never heard of. Um, I believe it's pronounced Witty, Witty. I know it's spelled B-W-I-T-I, but it is um the discipline that those creatures uh, are I guess that they originate from. So I'm going to definitely be doing research on that and that spiritual oh, belief so like the, and the, checking the, that out. The sort of like the, cultural tradition. Yeah, they, kind they of. From. So, yeah. And I haven't done too much, but again, I was reading some interviews with the director because I was so interested in like, where did this come about? And so uh, I will dig into some of the knowledge that I have now because I was doing research on this all day. I was so into this movie. Um, so basically when he sat down, uh, it was Jean-Luc. Oh gosh. What was his last name? Jean-Luc Herbulot. Herbulat and Pamela Diop, Diop. I am so sorry. I wish there was a better way to understand how to pronounce words visually. Right. But uh, when is, they were just creating, uses it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but when they were creating this movie, they basically sat down and they said, "What have we not seen in a movie before?" And then they did it. It's so. Great. 
they uh, transitioned from night to day right when uh, everything starts going to hell because they said, oh, bad things always happen at night. Let's make this during the day. So they make it during the day. And then they went, "Uh, so there's spirits that you uh, have to be quiet around so they don't have hear you. There are spirits that uh, you can't touch, you can't see. How about ones that you can't hear? We haven't seen that before. So then they did that in the movie. They basically just took everything and said like we want to make something nobody has seen a western supernatural well, and, let's yeah. do it and, and i love that what i love about <laughs> that is it's it's a, an element of of god is in the details right because mm-hmm. those are all things that really at the core of this movie are just throwaway surface elements right but they mm-hmm. add so much freshness Absolutely. regardless of that like that yeah that simple idea of like Oh, no, the way you protect yourselves from these spirits is you can't hear them. You have to prevent yourself from hearing them. That's such an yep. interesting concept. And uh, it's just, it was just such a, a, a unique and clever idea that I had never even heard of before that it adds so much freshness. Yeah, and then it makes uh, Awa such like an important character. She was great. <laughs> I loved the sign language element immediately yep. because it was like, of course, they speak so many different languages because mm-hmm. they travel all over Africa where there are many languages. Of course, why couldn't sign language be one of them? And now they're having this like this conversation where it's like nobody else at the table knows what they are outright saying to one another, and that was just such a like suspenseful moment yeah. of are yeah. we sure that no. Nobody else uh, can sign here. Is this a secret conversation? The fact that you were spelling this right. out so much was just like, that was where I really went. This movie is uh, is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then what was my other thing? Oh, just the bookends of this movie being that uh, quote, which I wrote down because I loved it so mm-hmm. much. About um, the river. Yep, hang on, hang on, because I I had to say it verbatim. So it is, revenge is like a river, and our actions are the dugouts guided by the current. We say that revenge is like a river whose bottom is reached only when we drown. I, and then the fact that, like, we see that foretold, and then it comes true at the very end. It was such a a poignant end to this, Mm -hmm. and it was just, like, that blew me away, that ending, and... I just, I can't even put into words really what this movie did to me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and and again, that's yet another example of just this combination of so many different ideas and elements, right? Uh, It's a a revenge story. Uh, And it's also, you know, I I mentioned that it it does such a great job of giving you just enough to understand the depth going on here. There's a moment in this movie uh, that I, I think... I, I don't know, maybe uh, a, a lot of people will catch on to it, or maybe they won't, but it really struck me personally. Uh, after they go, they all separate to do their various tasks for the day, and Chaka and uh, uh, the, is it Omar? Uh, uh, not Omar. Omar is uh, one of them. Uh, well, Chaka and the guy who runs the hotel. Uh, oh, they g- uh, I believe that's Omar. They go the off to uh, to basically... Uh, run off some poachers uh, by maybe injuring them, but not severely. They shoot them in the ass with a rifle, apparently. Like Batman. Yeah. Batman wouldn't kill them either. He just right. shoot them in the uh, ass. But <laughs> here's the bit that got me. So they're wa- and they're walking back, and and of course later you re- you you realize in retrospect that this is 
the victim with his victimizer having a very personal conversation. Uh, and it adds so much more to that scene in retrospect. But they have this moment where they just kind of both understand that they've both been soldiers. And Omar, like, they, they ask about what conflicts they were involved in. And Omar makes a list of conflicts. And then Chaka makes a list of conflicts. And you realize that absolutely none of the conflicts on Omar's list cross over with the ones on Chaka's list. And what hit me about that is that's a lot of fucking conflicts. And it, it just suddenly hit me. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a movie that is in a lot of ways also very much about this dramatically war-torn region. And I think I at least, had like I've always kind of, I think, peripherally understood, but just something about that moment just really drove home to me how really insanely war-torn this region has been for a long time. And I just can't even begin to imagine just what that would do to an entire culture of people. And I, I just uh, I thought that was a great example of what we were talking about, where the script gives you just enough to understand there's such incredible depth here. Um, yeah, I would say that with all the care that they took when creating this script, they must have figured out we want this to be accessible to people who yes. don't understand these other things and the fact that they did that so well because I think a lot of people if they were trying to write a story it would be hard to say which parts of this story are other people maybe not as familiar with um, and how would I get them to understand without overwhelming them with information and it was just I I'm so impressed that they were able to do that, you know, yeah. and really just figure out like we we need certain information out there, but maybe not everybody is as familiar with this region. Um, I will admit I absolutely am not. I am very bad at <laughs> understanding, oh, sure. yeah. you know, other regions. I just I I'm very bad at it. It's something I'm interested in, but it's not something I'm good at by any means. Well, and that's also kind of the beauty mm -hmm. of movies like this is is hopefully to some degree. Uh, maybe it inspires people to look deeper into those things and learn a little bit more mm -hmm. about them about them uh, uh, yeah. in you know because uh, again this movie ultimately isn't it's not about child soldiers and war torn Africa it just exists in that context uh, but it's enough that it gives the movie so much depth. Yeah. And uh, that was another thing I read in an interview. Like I said, this is what I did all day. I was so fascinated by this. Um, but they said that they uh, so I have forgotten their name. Pamela Diop Diop uh, was one of the writers and a producer and they are from Saloom. So mm -hmm. they wanted to show how both beautiful and dangerous oh, it is. It, and that was the quote from them. It's beautiful and dangerous. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to give it that depth, but also show like, look at these beautiful, you know, uh, like rivers that we have here in this like beautiful wetland. And it just, it, it yeah. perfectly hit that. This is just brilliant writing. That and actually, I am very, very excited to see more from them. Yeah. And that element of the, of trying to show off the beauty of Saloom actually brings me around to, uh, the point I wanted to make when you were talking about the manga influence uh, mm -hmm. and I, I mentioned there's some things in the cinematography here there's one shot in pr there's two shots in this that I absolutely love and I think are 
masterpiece level pieces of, of cinematography. Uh, but the one that I feel really drives home that manga influence so much is towards the end of the movie, there's that scene where they're riding the quads uh, down the, the delta to get to the other place, and there's this very far-removed overhead shot where you see the two quads on the ground, but they're very small, almost ant-like, and there's just this surrounding delta, and the camera is moving, but the quads are also moving, and they're moving at different paces, so the quads are moving counter to the frame and just the way those things moved against each other and the the angle and the removal of the shot it, 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 first of all it's beautiful geography uh, but I, I thought that shot was fantastic and definitely reminds me of a lot of things that I've seen in like a, a manga or anime sort of uh, of mentality I am definitely going to have to watch this movie a second time. Oh, for I sure. I already knew that yeah. because now that I know what I know, I want to see, you know, those hints, like you said, that conversation that happened earlier. So um, I, I really want to see a lot of those things. I did watch parts of the ending a second time because I felt like I definitely missed things and all the, the stuff that went on very quickly. Um, so I watched part of that a second time just to make sure I understood uh, sure. what had happened. But I, I really enjoy this. I yeah. don't have a lot more to say about it except that I will continue doing a lot of research um, on all sorts of different things because uh, I just have like a list of terms that I want to dig into and learn about. Yeah. Now. <laughs> and then the one other shot that I did want to mention uh, mm -hmm. that I feel like also definitely indicates a certain level of, of manga and anime influence is actually one that you can see if you haven't even watched the movie. Now, you're not going to understand the full context of this shot until you actually see it in the story. But it's the cover image that they present on the Shutter website of the young boy, young Shaka, which we, we mm -hmm. eventually learn, in the, in the ocean. And he's got that handcuffed chain around one hand and this obscenely large firearm in the other. And you can see both the sun and the moon in the sky and the moon is literally vertical right above the sun, and then it continues a vertical line right down to Chaka in the ocean. The framing of that shot, the, the construction of it, the content of it, everything about that shot is incredible. And you can get, a like I said, a, a capture of the, the basic image just by looking at the, the website, but my God, that bit of photography, that whole sequence, uh, the flashback sequence when you see it in mm -hmm. full uh, between the the opening and closing of this film is just, I mean, it's, it's rough uh, and it definitely indicates some dark things, but it is beautiful work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> Can't say enough good things about Saloom. Uh, I love that this movie gave me a bright spot in an otherwise shitty day. Uh, I highly recommend you check this one out. Uh, and I uh, I feel like uh, I need to be paying more attention to African film. Uh, yes, absolutely. And that was, again, in one of the many interviews I read, he said that he wanted to show what African cinema could be because he knew that the rest of the world didn't know. And yeah. we didn't. And I'm no, glad I he showed us. Well, yep. that's, yeah, I, that's awesome. I want to see like, more. <laughs> I hope this movie opens up a lot of doors for people who watch it. 
I hope it opens up a lot of doors for the people who made it. Again, I thought this cast was phenomenal. Oh uh, my gosh, <laughs> the main guy. Uh, the uh, the way, uh, another element of how they give you just enough in the story, the way you understand that these three guys are as, uh, this is as much of a brotherhood as you're ever going to see in film. And they mm-hmm. they sell it completely. Uh, if you told me that these were real people in the world who were actually all three brothers, I would believe it. These three guys <laughs> together were amazing. Yep. Yeah. So go check out Saloom, <laughs> guys. I can't recommend this movie enough. I gave it a four and a half. Michelle gave it a 4.25. That's a 4.375 skull rating. And that's pretty damn good. Absolutely. So what else do we need to talk about before we wrap things up, Michelle? T-shirts are uh, on sale. <laughs> I was going to say, after all this like talk about what a great movie this is, we want to shill some T-shirts at the end. <laughs> uh, we're not making a profit off of the T-shirts, so I feel a little less guilty about it. But we right. do have T-shirts. People have asked us about T-shirts. We are doing an order of T-shirts. Uh, make sure to put in your order of T-shirts by going to the form that we have listed on our Facebook page. If you don't have Facebook, first off, you're probably very young. And hello, uh, what's it like to have hope? Oh, I, don't uh, think, <laughs> I, I think if somebody doesn't have Facebook, it's much more likely that they're very old. No, gosh, no. <laughs> Basically, the youngins are only on TikTok and Snapchat now. Oh, I it's see. It's ridiculous. What you're saying. Yeah. Facebook is for us oldies. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you um, need the link, email us if you don't have Facebook, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, go to bed. It's late. Yeah. And here's the <laughs> thing, guys. Uh, I w- want to make this clear. Like, uh, even if you if you're not going to be able to to make payment on the shirt, uh, make your reservation for it because I don't think we've made this quite Absolutely. clear enough. This is a limited run thing, right? We're we're, mm-hmm. we're going to do these uh, and, and get them out there to everybody. Uh, but uh, that's part of why uh, when we say they're twenty five dollars, we're not really profiting off of these shirts. Uh, is because this is a very small batch print run. You know, we're not going to get three or four hundred of these things made and just keep God, them no. around. Uh, right. No. So uh, at least get your name on that reservation list. Give us all the details and make sure you get that payment to us by the 16th. And it mm-hmm. would mean the world to us that you want to represent Shudder uh, or, and, and we watch Shudder. Represent Shudder, too. We do. Shudder follows Absolutely. us on Twitter now. Oh, my gosh. I, know, I right? sent that screenshot to so many people. Yeah. Hey, Shudder, if you're listening, Shutter what's up? Shudder follows. We watch Shudder. <laughs> Mr. Shudder himself wa- or Mrs. Shudder or right? Miss Shudder. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> whoever man, they I, are. I hope they don't I know mind. it was probably I them just doing like a social listening a 10-second snippet of their theme music for our theme music. <laughs> I although, hope not. although I, I got to be honest with you, I deliberately made it, made it 10 seconds because I'm pretty sure 10 seconds is how long of a clip you can use without <laughs> having to uh, do Fair anything use. with it. Fair use. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. If not, we'll uh, recreate yeah. it. With yeah. Kazoo. Get those t shirts. <laughs> and speaking of Twitter, guys, we're on all the social meds. Well, most of the mm-hmm. social meds. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. It's just at WeWatchShutter everywhere. We're on OnlyFans. Uh, are we fans. on OnlyFans? It's just uh, JD sleeping videos. I didn't tell you because it's oh. much better when well, you don't weird. know than your sleeping is I natural. I mean, I'm not against it, but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's certainly $5 weird. $5 per month. Listen to JD snore. <laughs> people have been interested in Stranger Things. Uh, people I also are interested stranger in Stranger things. things on Netflix. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> 
Maybe oh they want to watch me sleep. Uh, I do have to weird. say that if people want an OnlyFans of me sleeping, I have sleep disturbances and I wake up often yelling at things in my room, talking to strange <laughs> men who aren't there. Last night, there was a very cute, like six foot tall Furby like creature in my room. And I kept pl- going, please go away. Please go away. I'm trying to sleep. So maybe people do want to see an OnlyFans of me <laughs> interacting do. with the creatures that show Michelle? up. <laughs> Michelle, I think there's only one way to find out for sure only one fan (laughs) anyway god oh so we've completely gone (laughs) off the rails on this episode about saloon uh we'll be back (laughs) next week michelle what's the movie next week it is a double feature oh shit double feature and flux gourmet flux gourmet and what's the other one i I talked right over yeah speak no evil or shout no evil when i'm speaking something like that yeah (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with those. Uh, Don't forget that coming up in October, we're going to be digging back into the original and exclusive Shudder archive. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. And bringing you a new episode every (gasps) single day day all month long you guys okay so first off a lot of these movies you will have seen because they are some of the best and maybe some of the worst that shutter has to offer Uh, we very carefully curated this library and even if you're not interested in the movies if you want to see jd and i go head to head and get very argumentative yeah when we put this list together (laughs) michelle and i both very deliberately selected films that we knew we really enjoyed and the other one (laughs) either we knew for sure hated or knew the other person well enough to know they're gonna hate this and we have some (laughs) really uh some really fun back and forth uh, i have to say i'm very proud of myself and my ability to figure out exactly what kind of movie you don't like and (laughs) hit that very early in the month yeah you uh, did you'll have to listen (laughs) that's an art keep keep an ear out for that as well uh thanks for tuning in again everybody we'll be back next week say good night michelle good night michelle